right, everybody, we are back for another amazing episode of Black Coffee with a Side of Candor. I'm your co-host, Nikita Gatson, here as usual with my co-host, Monique Gibson. What's going on, girl? Hello. Super happy and, to be here today. Yes, yes. And we are joined with another special co-host and guest. Today, we have Ebony Only, who is the owner and operator of Only One Consulting. She is a personal coach helping clients attain their professional and personal growth that they're striving for. She has an extensive background as a human resources executive for numerous organizations, big and small. In addition to managing her own, excuse me, consulting and coaching practice, she got so much going on, I'm losing my breath. <laughs> the Reverend Dr. Ebony D. Only also is currently serving as the first community chaplain fellow with Bishop Anderson House here in Chicago, Illinois. Ebony, welcome, girl. Thank you. Thank you, Nikita and Monique, for having me on Black Coffee with a Side of Candor. I'm excited to be here today. We're, we're excited. And y'all, Ebony is one of my best friends. We cut up on a regular, so they will be no different. <laughs> and we're going to get right into today's topic. So, Monique, what we're talking about today? Yes, today we are talking about Trevor Noah and his comment at the end of his show uh announcing that he was uh ending the show and specific, uh, specifically about black women uh i think a lot of things that as black women we already know but he's sick yeah uh, so we kind of wanted to talk through that yeah he he said some real powerful stuff let's take a look at what he said you i always tell people if you truly want to learn about america talk to black women because unlike everybody else, black women cannot afford to f around and find out. Black people understand how hard it is when things go bad, especially in America, but any place where black people exist, whether it's Brazil, whether it's South Africa, wherever it is, when things go bad, black people know that it gets worse for them. But black women in particular, they know what shit is, genuinely. People always be shocked. They'll be like, why do what, black women turn out the way they do in America? Why do they vote the way they, Yeah, because they know what happens if things do not go the way it should. They cannot afford to f around and find out. And woo, woo, okay. Let me, let me get my chair together because he done said a mouthful today or whatever yeah. day that was, he said what he said. Yeah. First, I, I didn't know that he was leaving the show, but what a way to close that thing out by giving such an amazing tribute and thank you to black women. We don't usually get that. We don't that that's not how it usually happens. So what, let's talk about what we think about his his special thank you um to black women as he as he left. Let's start with Ebony. We're gonna have good manners and, and ask you what your thoughts, especially since you are to me, Trevor Noah's biggest fan. Um, oh. So I thought it was only befitting to have you join us in this conversation. Oh, yeah. He has no idea. He has no idea. I mean, <laughs> I'm here in Chicago la laying in wait. Yes. yes. Laying in wait. Um, <laughs> I will say that I found it refreshing, um, especially as I observe our current landscape. Um, we find ourselves, I think, in a time where Black men and Black women um, unfortunately are divided. 
um, and, and, and use divisive language to describe and define our relationship with and to one another. Mm-hmm. And I've found as I've talked to people about these comments that many Black men and women are divided on where they stand regarding his thank you. Some mm-hmm. found it refreshing and commented that they um, acknowledge um, that in some ways he spoke to their truth. Um, and others commented that it was just another Black man pandering the Black women, you know, oh, and, and, and um and those comments, you know, I I take some exception with. But what I appreciated about his thank you was that uh, Trevor generally does this. He invited us into conversation and into relationship mm-hmm. as we attempted to as we attempt to navigate in a very westernized world mm-hmm. and an isist culture. Um, what it means to be a black woman in America, and I think he invited us to have an authentic kind of uh, vulnerable conversation about what it means to repair what has been broken and build what is needed to ensure while we are in community, we can be vital and whole, that we can thrive rather than just survive, and we can complement one another rather than compete with one another. And I think, you know, that's what I really appreciated about his thank you. I think it was necessary for a community. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, and I think we're gonna talk about this a little later. There was a piece of it that I personally deem might be harmful. And I think we'll get into that a little bit later. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I found it, I was wanting to have found it refreshing in that all of the things that we carry based on societal expectations that we just carry a lot of stuff to have been to have received some accolades for that or to acknowledgement is a better word to acknowledge that we have held things down and we have led things and we have carried things and we've been burdened by things and we need to be acknowledged for that we have supported men and women and we have stood up and taken leadership roles in in ways that we have never been acknowledged for and taken back seats while carrying all this stuff. So to be able to say, if you want to know what is about America, ask a Black woman. I mean, the fact that you give us the the kind of um, acknowledgement of our our education, of our knowledge, of our strength, I'm really hard pressed to find a reason why anyone could have taken exception. Anyone that looks like any of us on this panel to have Mm -hmm. taken exception to what he said. So I I just am, I'm really grateful for that model. Hopefully it will be a snowball effect for people to feel confident in publicly acknowledging the beauty and the brilliance of black women and, and what we have to offer and what we have contributed to not only people's lives but to this country as a whole so um i'm 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 all for it monique what you think yeah i i think there's too much to unpack here in in one podcast because there's so much going on here so i have the absolute honor and privilege uh to take care of my parents my dad is 88 my mom is 81 and they come from a generation where you're just thankful just be thankful to have a job just be thankful that you know you 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 weren't in prison today for no absolute reason. 
just be thankful. So, so, so coming from that and hearing some of the comments they made to then hearing someone acknowledge that, yes, there, there's a lot going on behind this smile. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I can't, uh, I can't say things in a corporate environment that others can say. Yeah. Um, I, I'm never given the, the, um, positive intent, the assumption of positive intent. Uh, th there's just so much. So for him to say it just really hit me. I thought, wow. And then to want to talk about it without being seen as confrontational or mm. just get over it, mm. or it's not that serious. Or why is it all about race? And that, I don't want to have a confrontation, but I do want to talk about it because I do want to see things change for my daughter who is 18 and in college now. I don't want her to face some of the same kind of restrictions and assumptions and and cement feelings that I face. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I want I want to say, I think his direct quote was something like, if you truly want to learn about America, talk to black women, because unlike everybody else, black women can't afford to F around and find out that now that was that was some real stuff. Um, and, and he used the, the F bomb and he meant it. He said that thing a couple of times. Mm -hmm. Um, so what do we think he meant by that? Well, what did that mean to each of us? Um, how do we interpret that statement? Well, first of all, I want to acknowledge that, um, he teared up during the thank you. And mm -hmm. I believe those tears were genuine. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And it was at this moment, at that moment when he, when he made that statement, that his voice cracked. Mm -hmm. It was at that moment in all transparency that there was some kind of moisture permeating from my own cheek. <laughs> you know, I'm not certain where the moisture came from, but all of a sudden, there they, they, they were a little wet. Yeah. Um, but no, seriously, let me start by saying what I believe Trevor to be acknowledging. Um, and then I want to talk about what it meant to um, and, and, and both of you said some of it. I believe that he was simply attempting to acknowledge how Black women have nurtured him and poured into him. Mm -hmm. And he was, in my opinion, giving credit to the Black women who have shaped and molded him. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, he was pointing out that we have for a very long time been on the front lines of just about every movement, mm -hmm. not because we necessarily wanted to, yep. but because we had to. Yeah. And so please don't mishear me. Um, I don't want your audience to mishear me. I'm not in any way suggesting that black men didn't show up. I am suggesting that there are and were a number of factors that contributed to how and why Black women needed to show up in the ways that we have and in the mm -hmm. ways that we do. Yeah. These include, but are not limit, limited to, in my opinion, um, Black women were seen as non-threatening at one point in history. Mm -hmm. And systemically, Black men were being silenced and removed from our families and communal units. So the result was, and in some cases is, Black women showing up to whatever is the fight, mm -hmm. psychologically, intellectually, emotionally, and sometimes physically yeah. armed and ready for whatever yeah. is the fight for yeah. equality and equity. Mm -hmm. And Monique, you said some of it, you know, our parents were of a generation to be thankful for. Mm -hmm. 
right? Be thankful for what's not happening to you. And yeah. so be quiet so that it doesn't happen to you. Mm -hmm. And so I, what I believe Trevor was acknowledging and I'm appreciative of is that we have for a very long period of time um, showed up in the ways that we needed to show up in the ways that we had to show up. I also believe he was looking to point out to others that there is so much to be learned from Black women. Yeah, yeah. Third responsibility. I have to go back and listen again. Um, but what, what I wonder as related to um, his face getting a little wet and getting emotional when he gave that 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 remark is, I wonder what he personally witnessed the Black women in his circle enduring. What may what might he have witnessed and been silent about? Like this was the breaking point of his silence from having seen things that his mother or grandmother or people around him or people in his cabinet who may have been mistreated um, or have taught him or have elevated him to their own, um, whatever the opposite of elevation is, I can't think of the word right now. Um, it it felt like that to me, like it just was a wailing up of all of these things that he has he has seen and experienced and heard about and learned about and um, giving voice to to that in that moment. It just became a little bit overwhelming. And I wonder how much further we can get on this topic of equity and inclusion if people would be honest about the things that they've witnessed black women enduring so not asking us to make the account to your point but mimicking his vulnerability and recounting the things that he has seen heard or experienced and giving voice to how amazing black women are for having endured these things because i've seen it so i think for me in those moments he kind of showed up as a witness, right? Monique, to one of our previous episodes when we've talked about um, needing sponsors, advocates, mentors, and then witnesses, he he almost sat as a witness on our behalf, um, indicating, hey, if you all, if you really want to know what's good, if you really want to know who's done some stuff, who's been through some stuff, who could share some things, it's Black women. So I, I appreciate it. That's that's kind of the lens that it hit me with was he was bearing witness to all the bull crap that, that we've endured and we've um, grown from and we've survived. So Trevor, with your free time, now that you done gave up the Daily Show, now you got to corral some other witnesses yeah. and help them to see what you have seen about yeah. amazing, mighty Black women so that they could also speak up on our behalf in those spaces when we're not there and help people to understand who we are, what we deserve, what we've been through and all of that. So get your witness list together. All, all of our brothers with a position of voice and power and authority. Y'all know us. Y'all seen us. Y'all, y'all ought to love us dearly. And cause we got y'all back. So we, we need some more witnesses. Um, and, and Trevor has hopefully started started a different kind of movement of of speaking truth to the power of black women how about yeah. that yes and, and and i just wanted to say too because my, my husband is very 
strong, very adamant about protecting Black women. And I just want to say to our Black brothers that I think we, no, I think, I'm sorry. We've been strong because we've had to be strong, period. Nobody's saying that we need protection because we're weak, because I think we've proven that we're not. But we need that covering from our Black brothers to say, stop. Yeah. Don't, 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 don't put our black women into trying to prove, like we've already said, prove this. What was it really trauma? Was it that? Are you over that? No, no, no. Stop. Mm-hmm. You you know it's already happened. What can we do to go forward? Or even white men to stop it and go, hey, whoa, 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 Bob, that was that was a little microaggressive. Right. Let's not do that again. Yeah. And, and, and I've heard people say, Oh, well, I don't know what to say. And oh, I don't, yeah, it's uncomfortable. Guess what? It's very uncomfortable being on the receiving end of it. Mm-hmm. So, but we need those people, white men, white women, other colors and races to say, hey, ah, no, we're, we're not putting her to bed right much. now. Yeah, we, we need that. We need that. I mean, we're emotional beings just like everyone else. We hurt just like everyone else. We're traumatized just like everyone else. I, th- I think we have spoken um, very well about what others can learn uh, from this tribute, which which is to carry the mantle forward and and you be our witness you be our witness to help change the narrative of what it means to be a black woman in america from something burdensome scary negative um nasty to something positive strong soft uh, nice nurturing um and listen we we can we can we can even if we had the time, we could <laughs> translate this thing into how we have our intimate relationships with others in, in, in this country. Um, but the bottom line is we are good. We are kind. We are smart. We are willing to be led. We are capable of leading. Um, and we need protection. So help us, y'all protect us, speak up for us. I think that that's one of the biggest things to to glean from from what he did and the witness that he bore um, to to what we've experienced. Um, anything that we feel like was left unsaid either by Trevor or any extensions of, of that tribute that we think needs 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 some voice. By Trevor. Um, I would say no. Look, I I believe what he said to be heartfelt, to be authentic, and offering his appreciation to his audience, to his critics, and to those who have nurtured and influenced and pushed him. And so I would in no way suggest that he left anything out of that. Um, he can have offered a heartfelt thank you to Black women, and I can appreciate the sentiment and at the same time disagree with part of it without tearing him down. Yeah, yeah. I really wish that we could find a way to have more conversations about community in less divisive ways. Yeah. Um, I wish that our conversations could promote healing and wholeness, even when we don't fully agree. And I wish that we could have conversations that bring together individuals who wish to engage in conflict resolution, healing, support, and decision-making in which honest and vulnerable communication, relationship development, community building, and and, and our core desires um, can be outcomes. 
That's, that's what I really wish. And so if there's anything left unsaid by any of this, I would say that. Like, how do we ensure, create spaces that are both courageous and safe yeah. for us to, 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 to heal yeah. and to build? Yes. And that's going to be necessary for the witnesses because they, they're going to have to take courage to make these statements, but it's got to, it's got to land on safe soil. So I agree. Monique, any, anything that you feel was left unsaid either by Trevor or, or in our conversation today? Uh, There was so much to say, you know, that that we couldn't possibly engage in in every issue in one conversation. But I would just say as, as a, a, a military veteran, you know, in the military, I've got their back. I don't care if you're blue, black, pink, man, woman, anything in between. It doesn't matter. So, so that that kind of I've got your back no matter what. Like that's what I would love to see. Like I've got your back, girl. Yeah. I, I want you to thrive. I want everybody to thrive. I want I want you to bloom where you're planted. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to decay in the in the soil just because others are threatened or or have certain thoughts about you. Um, so, so I just think I, I love this conversation. I would, I would love to get past, like I've already said, the, is it true? Cause it is, let's like, let's get past that. I don't want to, I don't want to provide examples in it. And, and let's start working toward how can we create environments where we all can thrive yeah. here. And we yeah. all can, cause everybody needs protecting sometimes. I need protecting sometimes, protect me. Yes. Look out yes. for your girl. Yeah. Yes. Cause you know, I'll do the same for you. And we have. We, we've supported every other group, every other initiative. We're always there behind yes. the scenes, in front of the scenes, protecting everyone else. Protect, yeah. protect us, protect me. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I, I, don't, I don't have too much to add myself. Just like I said, that invitation, that real direct invitation to have other people stand up for us, be a witness for us. Um, and hey, I encourage you all, you see a black woman today or in the next, Tell her thank you. Mm-hmm. Tell her thank you. Yeah. Um, so, I, but I, I, I think um, we have really offered some good concepts for us to build upon in terms of being able to have these conversations in love, even if we don't fully agree. Um, and so, I think it would be fitting for us to close out the show with a thank you to Trevor for the things yeah. that we do agree with that he has said because it did take courage. And we want you to know, Trevor, that it has landed on safe soil with us. And so we are really grateful um, for you taking safe space in your heart for us. So you put the fact that you got wet in your face, you got a little emotional. <laughs> to me, means that we hold a special place in your heart. You've been thinking about us. Mm-hmm. And so thank you for closing out your show with a, with a direct tribute. And thank you to how we as Black women have shaped your life. Um, and how we have shaped this country. And so we are really grateful for you starting what we hope will be a movement towards that acknowledgement, that gratitude and that protection. Any other thanks, y'all ladies? Y'all want to give a special shout out? Ebony, want to give Trevor your phone number? Yeah, Trevor, um, you know, just go ahead and hit me in the DM if you, uh, that don't work out, you let me know, all right? Right. (laughs) Ah. All right, Mo, you want to you wanna introduce our uh, guest plug segment? 
Yes. So, Miss Ebony, we always provide our guests uh, an opportunity to to give a little plug about what they do, uh, things that, that they are maybe looking for assistance with with their business. So, have at it. Well, thank you. Thank you. Well, um, Only One Consulting is the work my soul must have in the words of Dr. Katie Geneva Cannon. Um, Only One Consulting is my coaching and consulting practice. I started it in 2009. Um, I have been blessed to operate in my passion for coaching individuals, couples, faith, and nonprofit leaders in the areas of premarital preparation, relationship coaching, finding inner peace, healing and self-care, personal growth, and professional development. Um, each of those uh, encounters is my opportunity to journey alongside someone to help them achieve their full potential by tapping into what drives them. And so I invite you that um, if you are at a place in your life where you are attempting to discern what is your next um, or you're struggling to try to figure out um, how to push through what you might feel is an obstacle to getting to your next that you visit www.onlyoneconsulting, that's O-N-L-Y-O-N-E, consulting.com, and drop me a note. I'd love to chat with you. Well, thanks so much, Ebony, for joining us. Mo, it's always a pleasure to have these candid conversations. Yes. We hope everybody enjoyed. We invite you to subscribe, like, and share, and we will see you next time. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Black Coffee with a Side of Candor. Be sure to like, add, or follow this podcast on your streaming outlet of choice. And don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, Black Coffee with a Side of Candor, for a visual podcast experience. Catch you next time. <laughs>